Recorded live. Live from California and Texas. It's How About Them Cowboys. Yeah. Welcome to episode five on October 22nd, 2017. The Cowboys defeated the 49ers 40-10 to in Santa Clara in Northern California. Big win for the Dallas Cowboys coming off the bye week. We're also coming off the bye week. We didn't do a podcast last week. We took the week off because we know that there's going to be many games ahead, plus playoffs and Super Bowl after this overreaction win. Uh, but remember, uh, how about them Cowboys as part of the DVR Podcasting Network? And we're also on iTunes, so you can leave us a review, whether you hate us or not, or love us. Uh, we, we, we take it all in. Again, apologize for the talk shoe quality, but this is how me and Hispanic Chris can record efficiently and weekly so you know it's like it's like listening to old am radio but you can go to patreon.com slash dvr become a patron for as low as three bucks a month and there's other exclusives if you pay more uh it's a great community uh we have a lot of podcasts going on right now inside dj timmy hines dvr we got curb your enthusiasm podcast hbo show the deuce uh, with Jason Bailey and Mikey Hull. They're recapping and going over the deuce every week, another HBO show. Uh, we also brought in Gareth from the U.K., an old-time friend, Gareth's Waste of Time, an exclusive podcast from overseas. So the DVR Podcasting Network is branching out globally, headed by Mr. Axel Foley. He is a talk show – no, he's not a talk show legend. He is the podcasting legend. We're just – like little 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 minion legends. Hey, Hispanic Chris, welcome back. Hey, he's solo. Glad to be back, and uh, I want to apologize that I'm not in the studio this evening. But uh, I have an interview tonight on Nightline with uh, Ted Koppel. Hey, about time. So, hey, he's doing all right though, right? Ted Koppel, isn't it? He's not dead, right? No. He's... No, I hope not. If not, it'd be a very short interview. <laughs> I hope he's not. Ted, no, no, no. Ted might be retired, right. but I hope he's okay. I hope he's yeah, okay. I'm just joking. No, I'm I'm driving, and uh, yeah, I'm ready to talk some Cowboys. Cowboys, it's really nice against the 49ers. So, you look really people, nice. <laughs> yeah, the the Cowboys look really good against the 49ers. Most most teams do, but we'll go down that road as you start talking. But yeah, we won. Okay. We, we won. We needed that win. We lost two in a row at home. Two games. We should. I rewatched the Packers Cowboys game. Yeah. Oh my God. We should have won that game. I mean, up by. T- I mean, we talked about it at nauseum, but we should have won that game. It was. Oh man. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. It's in the past. Yeah, you go, go to the past. <laughs> no, don't go to the past, Solo. <laughs> but you know, Aaron Rodgers is out for the season now. I couldn't bend. I think we were talking. Why couldn't it have been that week? Right. <laughs> but yeah, you know, but but we got a big win. Granted, the Niners were zero seven, but they kept flashing that uh, statistic of oh, they lost all their games, a combined fifteen points in all the games. And you know what? The Eagles look great right now. I don't want to talk about them just yet because we don't have to play them till December, so that's good. But a lot of these teams that are doing well beat bad teams. Not everyone has a tough schedule every week. 
granted, you know, the teams we lost to at least have winning records. Well, Denver's not looking too good anymore, so I don't know what's going on with them. We made Trevor Simeon look like Johnny Unitas, but um, now he can't (laughs) throw his way out of a, you know, uh, a paper bag or whatever. But anyway, this is a game we needed to win. Had it been close, I would be more scared. Uh, You know, we came away with... Well, a major injury. Dan Bailey got hurt. He pulled his groin, and Jeff Heath had to come in our safety to kick off and hit extra points. So that uh, that was interesting. And Bailey's going to be out for, they say, weeks. So we signed Mike Nugent, no relation to Ted Nugent, to kick. Right. Uh, he's, he's kicked before for the Bengals, maybe a couple other teams. but um, So at least we have a, a decent kicker, but Bailey's the best in history. Um, but it was a right. good game. We got... The offensive line finally looked like Jonathan Cooper's, the left guards, clicking with Frederick and Tyron Smith. Lael Collins playing well, and Zeke just, we ran the ball at will. Which which, which I heard, you know, the 49ers got a pretty good front seven, but the key to this Cowboys team is, if, is the offense. If the offensive line can block and we can run, run, Dak is looking better and better each week. Uh, that's identity of this team run with the, with Zeke and you more or, le- more or less will win if you control the clock and Chris guess what happened what happened we, we got turnovers yeah we got some finally oh we my goodness some. how long did that take oh my well you God. know the defense has, has gotten better I mean uh you got Sean Lee back uh that week and you also had uh was it David uh, Irving yeah, it was his second game back, but he looks more in football. Looks, so, yeah, yeah, two of them. They were, yeah. They were having those two guys in the back, and then you got the, the Marcus Lawrence up there, and uh, they just look good. They, they seem to click a little bit better this week as far as the defense. And, uh, of course, Sean Lee was kind of limping a little bit. We're kind of worried about that. And, uh, I think uh, yeah. Jared said <laughs> that he will, he will play in the 49ers game, hopefully. That's what he said. You mean the Redskins game? Yeah, I mean the Redskins game. Sorry. Yeah, we have the Redskins game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's fine. He After he was limping, he came back in the game. And, and it's, like, it's late in the fourth quarter. I'm like, take him out. Take him out. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, take everybody out. <laughs> I know, I know. So, uh, yeah, we got to see our backup quarterback, our Cooper Rush, the rookie, had a nice little run through his first uh, NFL pass to Ryan Switzer, the rookie who had his first reception was only for a couple of yards. But it was it – was, I don't know. I, Cooper Rush had a very good preseason. I'm not saying he's going to be the next Dak or Dan Marino, but I like him better than Kellen Moore because Kellen Moore just looks like a paper boy out there at quarterback. I know he can run the offense, but, uh, you know, Cooper Rush is something. I like having another young guy to groom. And so we're not searching. I mean, we remember two years ago when, oh, my God, you know, Tony went down and we had Matt Castle and Brandon Whedon and, you know, a bunch of bums and we couldn't win a darn game. Uh, Anyway, uh, Chris, real quick, I'm just going to recap the game, get your bearings, and then I want you to go full-fledged what topics you want to go in. So we started out the game. We uh, had a three and out, and I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. We're off the bye. But we get a fumble. Then three plays later, Zeke runs it in, 7 nothing. Then we put together another 74-yard drive, seven plays, 
over three minutes. Zeke had a nice 25-yard TD run. Dan Bailey, Dan Bailey's extra point, good. Uh, then the Niners, late in the first quarter, got a field goal by Robbie Gold, so it was 14-3. to Second quarter, only one touchdown, but, man, what a catch by Jason Witten. From Dak Prescott, 12 plays, 86 yards, took over five minutes. And then we went for two. And it's like, okay, Garrett, Mr. Clappy, you're going for two, all right. But then it turns out Dan Bailey is out of the game, so Jeff Heath had to come in. Uh, in the third quarter, are you kidding me? That I want you to comment on this after I recap, but the screen pass to Zeke, 72 yards. What a thing of beauty down the sidelines, tippy-toeing with those uh, uh, breast cancer awareness, pink shoes. I mean, I mean it looked fantastic. Uh, unfortunately, um, uh, Bailey couldn't go out there. But Jeff Heath came in, kicked the extra point, and went off the crossbar and went in. Uh, then we had a nice another 80-yard, 13-play drive. Took almost eight minutes, 7:44 to be exact. Dak ran a two-yard touchdown. Up after the third quarter, we're up 33 to three. Then in the fourth, Dak threw a nice touchdown to Des Bryant. Good to see him alive. He tied Bob Hayes, good old Hall of Famer Bob Hayes. Uh, his receiving touchdown record uh, tied him at 71. So we're up 40 to three, uh, and then a late touchdown, garbage touchdown by C.J. Beathard, the rookie by the Niners. Uh, you know that was just one of those drives. Okay, let let's let him have it. 40 to 10, Chris. What do you want to talk about first? Well, I mean, as far as the game's concerned, I mean, it, yeah, Zeke Elliott's uh, beautiful running uh, of that uh, that long one, and. Uh, I mean, that's what he's supposed to do, especially with these kind of teams. So it was just nice to know that, yes, he can run. He can do it. He's starting to uh, get a little bit better. Uh, hopefully he'll keep on playing if uh, everything turns out all right because he's you know, going back to court and whatnot. But, uh, it's, you know, it's like we also got to take, you know, note that uh, the Niners, they kind of gave – I mean, they gave up, you know, probably half – by the by, the third quarter, I mean, but it was still a good, solid win, and I think it it will help them develop a little bit better and get a little bit, you know, maybe kind of forget about Packers game and move forward. And so, okay, let's get ready for the Redskins. Let's get ready for the regular season. We still got, uh, you know, I mean, it's going to be a hard battle, uphill battle mm-hmm. for that division. You know, because the Eagles are doing so good. But man, he you beat the Eagles one time, and you got a shot. You know, if you can win some of these other games that that are, are similar to the Niners, you know, uh, there'll be some real tough ones there. But uh, I don't know. It, it still looks good. And and watching them play, at least you know what's good is, is seeing that they didn't make that many mistakes. Right. Great point. You know, and that is like okay, at least they're not making mistakes. They're getting back together. They're playing a little bit better. Obviously, it's not a solid team. They're still competing. You know, they still played their heart out to try to, you know, try to make it a game. And so it was fun to watch. Definitely watch them win. Um, and I was wondering uh, if if uh, I heard that maybe what is it, the guy from the, the Colts, the Bontane Davis? Mm-hmm. They might they might maybe they're trying to go get him because I think this is the last week for trading and whatnot? Yeah, the trade deadline's coming up. What do you, what do you um, think about that? 
Or have you heard? Yeah, is that, that is he the um is Davis the corner a cornerback or is yeah, he a cornerback? He's a corner. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting because uh, ESPN they put out an article uh, I believe it was today of uh, great uh, GM from the former Colts Hall of Famer. Uh, I don't know, now I can't remember it. Bill Polian. Uh, I like Bill Polian. He's a knowledgeable guy, and he was in the trenches. He he, he just you know is a Hall of Famer GM. He put uh, him, and I, I don't know if he, it was from him or they wrote an article on ESPN. Sorry, I don't have it right in front of me. But I was perusing it, and they said uh, trades that could happen at the, or should happen at the trade deadline but maybe won't. Because the problem is in the NFL with trades, it's not like baseball. You can trade, and you just play left field, and you hit. Football, you've got to play with other guys, you know, in schemes, and you've got to know the playbook. So, for offensive players, it's very difficult because remember we traded for Roy Williams, and it was like, yeah. oh yeah, wide receiver is going to be great, and him and Tony just couldn't get on the same page. Um, usually, it takes an off season. Defensive players, it's a little more easier. More, I think, defensive linemen. It, those are the trades that really to watch for because they can kind of go in there and you kind of know the, the scheme. It, it's a little more easier. Not saying it's easy, but because um, they also have. Um, I believe uh, I don't know if it, he used to play for Buffalo. I don't know, but they had a trade that we'd maybe go after Marcel Darius, defensive tackle. Um, you know, it, it would be nice to get a veteran corner uh, out there because uh, you know you can go into if he's familiar with this with uh, Rod Marinelli's system, the cover two and whatnot, or if you go one on one, it's pretty much the same mechanics. So to get a corner would be nice. I mean. Uh, it would be nice to get a veteran corner out there just for some help. I mean, we really could use some safety help because I love Jeff Heath. He's one of my favorite blue-collar players. But, man, he missed some tackles, um, and he, he, he's definitely a, a weakness out there. But, um, yeah, so it will be interesting if we do make a trade. I don't see us making like a – because I'm thinking we need a speedy receiver, and I would love John Brown from the Cardinals. We just don't have – Bryce Butler's got some speed, but he's just not as dynamic. We need one of those burners that can just go, go, and Dak just right. throws it up, you know. But I, I don't know why we haven't addressed that. We have more possession receivers. I mean, Dez is a freak. He's got a lot of talent and can go on the deep ball. But how many times throwing deep to Dez do we actually, you know, complete a long pass? It's, you know, but he'll, he'll make great catches over the middle. Um, but he just doesn't have that extra step that we need. Uh, for I mean, the that's big. And they kind of depend on that, a little bit of that speed with uh, Beasley, you know. And, yeah. Uh, and he's just a little white about, dude, though. <laughs> but he's fast, and I guess, you know, he yeah. had such a good season last year. You know, they're, obvious, they're obviously double-teaming him and, and uh, the last few games, so he's not being as effective as he used to be, but uh, they need to – Come out with some kind of some plays for him to to be get open once in a while because he can really, if anything, he balances it out, you know, and just makes right. it more difficult for uh, for them to cover Dez and Elliott when when Beasley is catching the ball and, and making five, ten year, ten yard, twelve yard runs. Uh, the the opposite team is they don't know what to do because then now they got him to worry about. Instead of two guys to worry about, they're worried about three guys like all the time. 
Yeah. So, and then you got Witten, the, the, the guarantee, you know, if everything else fails. But, um, yeah, they got to do something about getting him more play or figuring out because they're double-teaming him and they're really watching him. Well, out. yeah, what they're doing that they're – see, what was key last year was, especially on third down, Beasley would find the opening and Dak would get it to him. So they're not double-teaming him every play, but you're right, they're taking away – whether they throw a linebacker in a coverage with a corner. So they're kind of, yeah, they kind of got like a shadow on Beasley to take away from that quick, like, oh, where, where is he? Oh, my God, he just ran for a first down. So you're definitely right about that. We need to get on third down, figure out something, whether it's spread it out more or – but if, our, if, you know, the whole thing with Zeke, this whole suspended TRO, appeal, it's like, oh, my God. I mean, and I hate to see him. He's starting. It It almost feels like he's, start, he's, well, he's starting to get it going, and he's becoming that Zeke of his rookie year. And yeah. I would hate to say and, – and, and how can you not think about that as a player? Am I going to be suspended? Am I not? And, you know, it, it, it's tough because he, we're starting to click, and we really need him for this stretch run because we've got Skins, Chiefs, Falcons – Eagles. <laughs> uh, and really, and really when you look at the next, the next three games, it's kind of like, okay, this, those next three games need to prepare you for the Eagles because the Eagles, oh, man, I've been watching these guys, and they're not just playing good. They're playing happy. Yeah. These, guys are having, these guys are having fun. And when you have fun, oh, man, that's hard to beat. I mean, these guys are like, when they make a touchdown, you don't, I don't know if you've seen the clips, but they turn around and they hand the ball to one of the linemen, the offensive linemen, and the lineman goes into the uh, uh, field goal and he and he he does a dance or he slams it, the ball down <laughs> or spikes it. And I was like, oh, right, man, right. these guys are not only doing good, they're having fun at playing this game. And yeah, when you're wh- it's really hard to beat. Like yeah, that. when you're and winning so, and clicking, it reminds us of last year. We were yeah. What the Eagles are doing right now is what we did. And Carson Wentz looks fantastic. And he's got some weapons. Uh, they did lose Jason Peters, their all-pro uh, left, left tackle, and Hicks. I'm not sure what position Hicks plays, but they lost him too. So that, that's going to hurt on the offensive line. But their defense, their front seven's been playing great. And that's mm-hmm. what scares me too. Yeah. Uh, but – we don't have to work, but the problem is we're two games behind the Eagles, so we have to keep pace with them. Guess what? The Eagles play the 49ers this week. Joy, so joy. That'll be, um, yeah. <laughs> so, so we have to beat the Skins to be two games behind, and then literally we have to keep pace with the Eagles and then beat them twice uh, unless they start losing games in order to get the division. Uh, but, that, but that's far ahead of us. Let's, uh, let's enjoy this win a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I just – you know, one of our topics throughout the weeks is Dak and how he looked off the first few weeks. And then, but man, like you said, you made a key point. We didn't beat ourselves. We didn't make turnover. We didn't throw any interceptions, no fumbles, nothing. We, the only way the Niners would have been in this game is if we beat ourselves. And with these bad teams, you got you to gotta execute. And I'll tell you, man, Dak, Dak has looked great, and I, you know, I was a little worried going in this year because it's only his second year. But I mean, 16 of 25, 
234 yards, three touchdowns, and he also runs the ball well. You know, four for 26 and a touchdown, 6.5 average, fantastic. Of course, our boy Zeke, 26 carries, 147 yards, two touchdowns. He averaged 5.7 yards per carry and then had the one reception for 72 yards. Uh, Beasley only had one catch for 24 yards in this game. It was a nice play, but again, uh, we ran the ball a lot. Um, and even Rod Smith looked good at the end there. Eight carries, 61 yards. So it's good that we have some depth. Um, you know, Alfred Morris only carried two for 15. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Dez had a nice game, seven for 63 and a touchdown. Ten targets again. We talked about that. He was targeted the most. Witten was targeted second with four. And Terrence Williams was targeted three times, no catches. Terrence Williams, that's the one, the one drawback from this game, man. Terrence Williams, oh boy, he uh, he just doesn't look like that second receiver that we need. Uh, I mean, I know they're not going to him much, but you know that drop pass for a pick six and through his hands and last week, uh, two weeks ago against the Packers, and it just w- what's going on with him? Have you seen anything? No, I mean I'm, uh, with Williams, I think he's he's like in uh, what is it like? Uh, in between good purgatory, <laughs> yeah, he's like a purgatory. He's, I don't know, he's like a no man's land, and uh, I don't know if they're not using him, you know, the play calls uh, because of his issues, but uh, I don't know if he doesn't start uh, holding on to some of these balls, they're you know, they're probably put Butler in more often, but um. Yeah, I, I actually put him on the back burner. I'm not even thinking of him as much anymore. I mean, because I know he did well, but in the past years and the last mm-hmm. year he did really well. But it's just he's not showing it this year, and I don't know what the deal is with him. And, uh, psychological, that's the only thing. Yeah. Because he's got the goods. It's just, I don't know what the deal is. It's hard. It's like you know, it's just like in basketball. You know, you play with your friends, and there's that one guy you don't want to pass it to. So, uh, <laughs> you, it, but you know, once in a while they make that shot. <laughs> you know yeah, they get that it, one shot. Give it to so and so. He's got that one shot. So, but I don't know. I, I hope. Uh, I'm really not thinking about him as much as I was. <laughs> okay. All right. So we won't think. You know what? He'll. <laughs> What will happen with Terrence is he'll – he's been quite – he'll have a big catch for 40 yards or something. We'll be like, he's back, he's back. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's but, uh, excited. <laughs> you know, they get excited. Like he, but well, one thing, uh, to go back to the defense, this is the first time all year that Anthony Hitchens and Sean Lee have been able to play together as well at linebacker, which we talked about Jalen Smith coming off that injury. He'd play well, but he – Miss tackles, miss pursue, over pursue. So it's great. It'll be great to scale back Jalen Smith's workload, and and so we're not. I mean, we unfortunately uh, during our two losses, we really uh, without Sean Lee, we really had needed him. And it's tough to put that on a rookie coming out of you know he hadn't played in well over a year because of his bad uh, leg injury. Uh, so it'll be good. He got his first NFL sack. We actually sacked. Uh, San Francisco five times 
that was that was very nice. Uh, Tyrone yeah. Crawford, Jalen Smith, David Irving, Demarcus Lawrence, who leads the NFL in sacks with 9.5, and Damian Wilson. Uh, so that that's going to help. Having Sean Lee and Anthony Hitchens out there will help. Uh, Carlos Hyde had some nice runs, but it just it, it we were there. And Sean Lee, like there was a couple plays where Sean Lee's right there on the line of scrimmage. I'm like, God, we could have used you <laughs> so bad. So. We need we need Hitchens and Sean Lee to stay healthy because those are two good uh, defensive players that we well great for our defense but you know we we need you know like we said before we don't have that dominant David Irving though he's so large that guy should be like Reggie White you know he's just right. got the tools and you know he has flashes I know he's, we're in a rotation but we need him Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, and Tyrone Crawford to really set the tone. We need Malik Collins. I mean, he's getting a lot of double teams and clogging up space. But, you know, so our – you know, I feel better about our front seven. Granted, listen, everyone, it's the 49ers. They're 0-7. It was a road game, but it was nice to see us play a flawless game uh, and, and, and to get a key victory like this because, again, it's confidence. Okay. Yes, we have three losses. That's we went thirteen and three last year. <laughs> we 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 won like out of eleven in a row, whatever it was. It's right. and we got a tough stretch coming up. The only good thing is, okay, the Redskins game coming up. It's a rival. Skins don't look didn't look good against Philly, but they always play us tough, and we're on the road. So this is a key game. And then the you know at least with the Chiefs and Falcons, the Chiefs scare me because they have a lot of speed on offense. Uh, their defense can be scored upon, and Atlanta's just been underachieving. And then the whole Fog Bowl thing at New England—that was weird. But we do have to go, you know, play Atlanta um, at Atlanta, so it, that's going to be a tough one. But I don't want to look too far ahead as we did last time. But this yeah. is good to build on, and yeah. we got guys healthy. The offensive line looks good. We just got to hope Zeke. I rather. I know a lot of people like get the, the suspension over with, but as we get later in the season, we're not going to have him for these key games. I rather him if he's going to serve a suspension, serve it next year if it works out. At least we can prepare for that more. Where they sort of did, but like you know, draft a young running back in the second or third round. You know, I guess if you go with McFadden and Morris or whatever, have a committee. But Zeke is so key for this team. Without him, I. I don't know if we can beat these good teams without him. I really don't. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I definitely need him in there. And I hope that they uh, postpone those suspensions because that's just crazy. I mean, to to be under, uh, you know, with the court and whatnot, with where there's no – I mean, I know uh, this is kind of a, a weird uh, – investigation i mean there's no evidence and they still have to go to court and try to do all these things they keep changing courts and whatnot so i just think the whole thing is is just a big mess and it it, i'm surprised that he's played so well uh the past couple of games and having that on his on his back you know having to deal with that it's just crazy and um man i I hope they do just say, hey, that would be perfect. Let's just postpone this until the end of the season, and, you know, we'll deal with it then. But, I don't know, you know, people, <laughs> they get they get prideful and, oh, it, the, yeah. the and, NFL, NFL president, what's his name? 
the NFL commissioner, they get kind of prideful about the whole issue. And, you know, well, it's our law and it's our rules. And, okay, so it, to me, yeah. it's either one, one way or the other. Just go ahead and suspend me or don't. And and tell and, and just wait till the end of the season. But if you're gonna do this day by day or week by week thing, I mean, I wouldn't want to do it. I would just yeah. Say, just, just I mean, we, yeah. There's I mean a lot of conflicting evidence, and that's why they didn't have a case. Like some things didn't add up. And for Zeke, if he's innocent, he's trying to clear his name. People are like, oh, you should just take the suspension. But I, you know, if I didn't if I if I didn't do it, oh, you okay there, buddy? You getting tackled by Sean Lee? <laughs> Oh, um, but yeah, no. no. <laughs> you're, you're right there. You guys yeah, right. getting double teamed. The Cole Beasley steal some of your fries at Sonic with. Um, no, but um, it, it's just uh, you know it's good to see him laugh in the press conference and but you know he wants to clear his name. If he's innocent, I would want to clear my name. So it, it's um, it, you know, it's one of those things we have to freaking worry about every week, but what are you going to do? We just, we go with it and we see what happens. Um, you'll play against the Redskins. Uh, if he's just Tuesday or Monday in New York, the hearing, um, Todd Archer, ESPN staff writer, is great, uh, covers the Cowboys, says Ezekiel Elliott's hearing for a preliminary injunction against the NFL's six-game suspension will be heard Monday in New York. Um, so then we'll know. He'll play against the and if he gets suspended after that for six, he would miss the Chiefs game, the Falcons, the Eagles, uh, the Chargers, the Redskins, and at the Giants, and then would be back at Raiders, Seahawks, at Eagles. So, so um, oh, we do play the Eagles. I thought we played them both in December. We play them on the 19th, uh, a night game, NBC night game at home, and then we play them at the end of the year on New Year's Eve uh, day. So, oh, well, yeah, New Year's Eve Day, not New Year's Day, New Year's Eve Day, the 20, uh, 31st. Um, so, yeah, uh, and like you said, Sean Lee was supposed to be limited in practice, but he was a full participant today. So that's a good sign for oh, him. Oh, that's bruised, a good sign. Yeah, for his bruised quadriceps. So that's very good that he's practicing on Wednesday and wasn't limited. Uh, so that's a good thing. You know, we, we need Sean Lee. Uh we definitely need Sean Lee to, uh, to beat the Skins. Uh, so what do you think? Okay, you know, our biggest rivalry, the Washington Redskins. We play them in Washington. Uh, it's the late game on Sunday, 12-25 for you. Uh, one, oh, no, 3-25. Yeah, 3-25 for you, one twenty-five for me, 4-25 on the West Coast. What, what a, okay, so we get the big win against the Niners. Team's looking good. Uh, we got some turnovers, a lot, you know, fumble. We should have had more. We should. I think that Scandrick interception. They didn't challenge it. That looked like an interception to me. He got both his feet in. Um, but we got, you know, a bunch of fumble recoveries. The Skins have a good offense, a really good defense. But Josh Norman didn't play against the Eagles. The Eagles tore him apart. Um, so we should be able to hopefully. Uh, but what? But Kirk Cousins seems to always have a great game against us, which worries me. But they don't have Pierre Garçon and Deshaun Jackson as they did before. They have Josh Doxson. They got Jordan Reed at tight end, Vernon Davis. Um, Terrell Pryor's been benched. He hasn't been. He had a great year in Cleveland as a wide receiver after converting from a quarterback. Uh, so the receivers don't – Jamison Crowder, they don't quite scare me. 
their running back, Chris Thompson, Rob Kelly, uh, Samuel Perrine, the rookie from Oklahoma. Eh. So, you know, I, I, what do you think? Are you scared going to this game? It's a must win, I believe, to go four and three and to, to beat the, a division because we're tied with the Redskins and we really need this victory. Um, what, what are some of your what are your thoughts going into this game? Uh, the only thing I hope I hope that they don't go in thinking that we got this because yeah. that that could hurt. Um, anytime you play the Redskins, they're they're always up, you know, for the game. And and I don't know, if, you know, a lot of the guys, both sides, the players, the history of the Redskins and the Cowboys was really in the seventies and maybe a little bit in the eighties, but. Uh, they they make the hype, you know, around town here in 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 Dallas area, and then I'm sure they do it over there in Washington area. So it's kind of just one of those things. And so they might uh, be really wanting to beat the Cowboys, especially like you said, they're both tied in the, in that division. And so uh, I wouldn't uh, count them out, you know. I, I would definitely yeah, you can. Prepared to to uh, to play that. The type of defense they played with the San Francisco and, like you said, with uh, Lee and Hitchens in the back uh, there uh, and uh, uh, was it Irving doing good, David Irving. And uh, uh-huh. I just think with, with that group of guys there, I mean, the defense staying healthy, we got a good shot at making a good run here uh, before we head into uh, Philadelphia. I don't know, we playing in Philadelphia the first game or the second game? Uh, we're home. Uh, we get them home, and then the last game of the season is at Philly. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll we'll be prepared and get stronger. But, yeah, uh, I hope they stay strong and stay focused for this next game with the Redskins. And we should win. I, I wouldn't count a blowout like with the Niners. No, uh, no. I think the Redskins will, will probably uh, blood, sweat, and tears to try to at least uh, give it a game. So, but... I would say my prediction would be uh, Cowboys uh, 34, uh, Redskins uh, 20, 21, or 23, 20, 24. 24, like okay. That. All right. You're going 34-24. I'm going yeah. Cowboys 27, Redskins 20. So we're kind of in the okay. same. Um, I'm, sorry, I, I'm saying I, I, I'm keeping with the thirty thirty percent thirty point average that the Cowboys seem to uh, yeah. be liking, which is fine with me. Keep it in the thirties, baby. <laughs> yeah, I got I got Especially, a feeling yeah. it's gonna be a low scoring uh, game, but game. yeah, but you know what? These offenses are pretty good. I I I got it. I gotta believe it. it's gonna be. I was I was leaning towards low scoring, like a thirteen to ten or whatever, because we've had some of those games with the skins. Yeah. But these teams aren't thirteen to ten teams, <laughs> you know. They're yeah, you know, they're right. Thirty four to thirty, thirty. You know, even around the league, man, there's just a lot of high scoring games past years. You know, it's just crazy. Right. Of course, you know they they changed the rules to make it more high scoring, so it's kind of a a norm now. But yeah, it could be low scoring if they really get into it. Yeah, I want to give a, I want to give a little shot. <laughs> I think there's this one dude who was in the chat as different guests, and he asked me two questions, and I know it was a little nuts. He goes, "Hey, uh, does Dak throw many touchdowns?" <laughs> and I, I didn't answer. I'm like, "Oh, so uh, yes, he does." And uh, he also asked he or she, 
do you remember DeMarcus Ware? I'm like, yeah, I have a jersey. I remember DeMarcus Ware. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah, didn't so. he get an outfit this, was it last year or this year? I forgot. No, he just retired this year. you got to wait five years. Oh, we got to wait. get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you got to wait five years. Come on, already. Come on. Like they had to I've... wait five years for this podcast. <laughs> they had that, uh, they had his, uh, what was it? Did they have American, you've seen those documentaries that they do on uh, NFL Network? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Football Life? Yeah, the football life. I don't know if they did one of him. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Not Demarcus. You I did. You, you saw the one they did on Emmett, right? No. You know what? I missed it. What? They did one on Emmett, Roger, and Troy, and I yeah, I haven't seen. Yeah, it. I think they Have you seen any of those, Roger, Troy, or Emmett? No. You know, I haven't. Um, uh, I just unfortunately just haven't. If been I was able. there, I would I would tear off your stripes. Off your jacket. Oh, man, don't care. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. It's just a show. I watched the, I watched the Doug, it's just a show. No, it's the Cowboys. No, it, it's a, you know what? Uh, They're really you good. You got to watch the end of one, man. I know. You got to watch I the end of one. It's so good. He's so funny, and he's so, like, real, man. He's just talking, and, oh, man. It's, watching him. All right, this, this is my issue, why I haven't watched it, because it's must-see TV normally for me, anything Cowboys. I am, unfortunately, I'm very nostalgic, and I, especially the 90s was my decade. <laughs> a lot of people could say it. I was in my prime then. Uh, but, you know, a lot of, <laughs> I, I love the 90s, man. I was in high school, then college, and moved to L.A., and, you know, the Cowboys won three Super Bowls in that time, and it was just, it was a great, it, it was a great time. Pearl Jam came out, you know, I had Nirvana, Pearl Jam, all that. You know, I loved the music, and, you know, you know, great movies like Heat and A Few Good Men and a lot of my favorites came out. So 90s, you know, Quentin Tarantino, Pulp Fiction. I love the 90s. But the Cowboys haven't, we haven't won in almost over 20 years. So I, I, I always watch old games. I have a big collection of Cowboy games. And I'm just trying not to get so nostalgic because it gets me depressed how good our team was. <laughs> and I go back and watch yeah. Emmett. Oh, I miss you, Emmett. And I'm trying, like, it's so tough. I want a Super Bowl now. And, I mean, I have, we haven't won a Super Bowl since I was a junior in college. That was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, then you don't want to watch – you definitely don't want to watch the Aikman one. Oh, man, the Aikman one tore me apart. But uh, when he starts Aikman. talking about, about the, you know, when they had they could have, you know, should have could have won, like, you know, five Super Bowls See, in a row. I mean, oh, my goodness. You don't that's what kills that me, bro. That's what kills me because they uh, also do that America's team uh, – well, not Amer- America's team, I think it's called, or something, where they, they do the hour special on the Super Bowl champs for that year. America's yeah. game, it's called. America's game. Yeah. And in the last one when they won with Switzer against the Steelers, I, I started thinking, I'm like, man, they could have won more, but bad injuries, bad salary cap. I mean – you know, when Irvin went down and Novacek and Daryl Johnston and bad drafts and we just had all these injuries, it's like we, we, we could have won, I mean, one more. And then Aikman gets all the concussions. And it was just a sad way to end. Well, Aikman, Aikman goes on a, on a, not on a rampage, but he, he gives you an insight of what really was going on. And it had nothing to do, he, he with what they had, he said there wouldn't have been any problem. They're getting, no matter if the switch was there or not. So he well, yeah, and say about 
why, yeah, he goes, why it, it fell apart. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I don't know if he says it in this, but he said this before where it, under Switzer, these guys like Irvin and the guys would come in hungover, not want to practice, and Aikman frustrated him so much because Switzer just let right. it. I mean, there were, it was pre-social media. There was a lot of crazy crap that went on with the Dallas Cowboys at the White oh, House, man. their party house, and it's a lot of stuff that it, we heard about, but there was no video evidence or people were paid to be quiet, and Jimmy did a good job of keeping it under wraps. But it, it was a lot of crazy stuff going on there. It's kind of it, – so it, it, we, we could, if we had more of a disciplined team maybe toward – I mean – we won three Super Bowls. We can't, you know, but we could have had a run like the Patriots have had, going to seven Super Bowls, winning five. I mean, maybe not seven Super Bowls, but we should have at least won at least one more, or at least gone yeah. to another Super Bowl. And we yeah. had it. And we, it's just the thing is now with this season, though we have our problems, Chris. Every team has problems. There is not one team other than the Eagles right now. There's not one team. The Patriots, the Chiefs. You know, the Packers now losing Rodgers, the Falcons, Super Bowl hangover. There's so many teams that, you know, the Saints look good, but they're beatable. Um, there's so many teams that have holes that if we could just get to the playoffs, we could make a run with this team. Uh, I really believe it. Yeah. I really believe it. But it's getting there. We have a tough, tough yeah, schedule. Yeah, this season, it's like you said, this season there isn't, or maybe at the beginning, but now we start, like you said, now we're starting to see how teams are ironing out and the, the, it's like the equalization of, of all the teams is kind of some of, of course there's some teams that are real bad but then you got that group of teams uh, across the league that all look like any of them could could run, make a run for the Super Bowl so and definitely yeah. the playoffs so yeah man we're, we're in good shape and I think if uh, if we do good the next couple of games and we'll see from there and hope everything works out. I'm ready, man. Yeah, ready I'll game. be happy. That's gonna be great. I'll be very happy. The next three games, we can beat the Redskins. Then against the Chiefs or Atlanta, at least go one and one there. Um, so we, I mean, we'd be five and four, not ideal. But with the toughs going into Philly, if we could beat them at home, so we really we can afford to lose a game over this stretch. I'd rather not. But right. it's not the end of the world. But if we lose to the Redskins, then we got two tough games we have to win. So the key is first beat the Redskins, and then you know maybe we 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 can beat the Chiefs. Maybe they have an off game, and then if we can go in Atlanta, I mean if we could win all three, then I'm talking we can win this conference. Um, definitely the division. Uh, if we right. go two and one, I think we are wild card bound, and we just have to stay. Uh, it just it kills me because we have losses against the Packers and the Rams, and that's two NFC teams we lost to that could hurt with tiebreakers later in the year for the wild card. But I don't. I think Green Bay is going to fall back. We're probably not going to have to worry about them without Aaron Rodgers unless Brett Hundley decides to you know become a superstar, which I don't think. Uh, I don't know if he's quite ready. You never know. Uh, but. The Rams, we got to hope like the Rams win the division so we don't have to worry about them in the wild card. And then we play Seattle later because that's one of the teams we'd be fighting for a wild card with. So um, just, you know, to look ahead a little bit. But we got the Redskins uh, this Sunday at Washington. We've won there plenty of times. Uh, I believe we're going to beat them this week. And uh, hopefully, 
you know, Dan Bailey gets healthy, we get him back in a couple of weeks because uh, he's a key to our – I mean, he just is – I mean, he's the most accurate kicker in NFL history. He's one of our best players. So, uh, all right, Chris, uh, before we leave, any final words? Hey, uh, when did the Eagles get a bye? They need to get a bye. Did they get a bye yet? No, not yet. They will have a bye. Uh, let me check that right now, actually. They have a bye at the uh, end of the season or what? <laughs> Yeah, what the heck is there? Their buy's coming up, I think, week 10 or something. Let's see. I'm going to uh, call up their schedule right here. They need to, they need to sit their ass down and relax. <laughs> <laughs> Before we All right, so, okay, so let's look Just at this right now. All right, everyone's on the Eagles. They're so great, even me. Okay, they beat Washington at Washington 30-17, to okay? They went to Kansas City, lost by a touchdown. They beat the Giants. What did he do? They beat the Chargers. That's true. They are, they're they playing sorry teams, too, so I understand yeah, that. They, but but, I, but let me finish. <laughs> they, they beat the Chargers only by two. They beat Arizona. Okay, they stink. They beat Carolina. Carolina, it was a short week, pretty good game, but Carolina hasn't been playing well. And then they beat the Redskins again. So they have the 49ers at home. Should be a win. Then they got Denver at home. It's possible they could lose, but who knows. Then they have a bye. Oh, great. They have a bye, and then they play at Dallas. So they get to rest before they play us a week. But, you know, uh, that might be a bad thing, schedule. especially if they – that might be a bad thing if they come off a, off a loss or a, or a win. I don't know. Sometimes buys are good for some teams. I don't think buys are good for the Eagles. Uh, but, it was good for us. I don't know. So, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know history too much, but as far as I know – Okay, so San Fran and Denver, they should win those games by at Dallas. Hopefully they'll lose. Then they're home to Chicago. Probably not going to lose that game. Uh, but then they go at Seattle. That's a tough place to play, and it's a Sunday night game. So hopefully a loss there. Then they go at the Rams. So, oh, you know. And then they go at the Giants, which, ugh. But they got three road games. Then they play Oakland and then us. So, they have an easier schedule than us, but there's a stretch in December where they could hopefully lose a couple of games. Or if it's it, – that Seattle game's a great game for us because if they beat Seattle, then that helps us in the wild card against Seattle. But if Seattle beats them, that helps us for the division, depending on where we're at. So it's a little ahead, but eh, they don't have too tough of a schedule. And they haven't played – I mean, they lost to Kansas City. They beat Washington twice. They beat the Giants, the Chargers, the Cardinals, the Panthers. So I'm, I'm not crowned. You know what? I'm not crowning the Eagles just yet. They're playing well, but come on. They, they, it's not like they had a hard schedule so far. So I agree. You know. So Okay, buddy. All right, Great man. Great job. See you next time. Go Cowboys. We'll figure out. Um, we're recording different days because of my schedule. Uh, you know, if we feel the urge, if it's an exciting game, maybe Sunday night we can drop on, or we could do Monday. Uh, we'll get the we'll try to get the podcast out earlier next week for you, and try we'll try to commit to a day. You know, maybe on Tuesdays or something we can do it. But um, we'll get the podcast out to you. We'll try to get a set schedule, but based on when the Cowboys play, because they're going to play some Thursday night games, so we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll try to you know. We're not gonna have as a consistent schedule, but we'll make sure we get it days before the next game. So, all right. So from Texas, 
and Hispanic Chris driving around uh, on the Autobahn. Uh, oh, that's Germany. And me, Heath Solo, out here in California. Go Cowboys this week. We need a victory against the Skins. And remember, become a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash DVR, and you can become a Patreon and join this community. And you can follow on the Twitter at DVR Podcast or Pod. I forget. Well, when you type it in, it'll come up. Uh, and also, if you have any questions you want us to answer, uh, I want to collect Cowboy questions short-term and long-term. So what I mean is if you have questions about a particular game, email us, thefilmlist at gmail.com. And also I want to collect questions for like we can do like a Cowboys, you know, future, you know, a big, uh, you know, maybe a fan uh, email in and we can talk about Cowboys in all directions later in the season or in the off season. So get those emails in as we're building our audience. We are a new podcast. So go to iTunes, leave us a review, and uh, subscribe, please. So for Hispanic Chris, I'm Heath Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys, baby. Yeah.